All right, welcome back. Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. I got to clear up something I said earlier. I'm sure my boss likes hearing that, right? Tim's listening to the radio. And I say, I have to clear up something I said earlier. Oh, no. Where's this going? Uh, he's probably saying, oh, no, again. Um, all right, so Diane called in and said something about uh, non FDA approved. Um, Stuff, you know, medications. I'm talking about, hold on, sorry. I had it open. I don't know where the screen went. That's the thing with this, with this darn worldwide web. Um, FDA approved prescriptions is what I was talking about. Okay. Um, oh man, this is embarrassing. I had it open, Josh. And now it's gone. So I'll, we'll clear this up after traffic with Alan Harris. 803-0930, star 930 is the number to get on if you'd like to join me this afternoon. And we are talking about prescription drugs. We're talking about how do you get your prescriptions. And would you try, would you sign up for the Amazon RX Pass, which is their new thing, their new uh, platform to get uh, prescriptions. 803-0930, star 930. And then I was asking you about over-the-counter painkillers, right? Your Tylenols, your Advil, your Motrin. Are you the kind of person that the instant pain hits, you know, a headache, a backache, you're taking, you know, two Tylenols, two Advils, or... Do you kind of let it, you know, go 30 minutes to an hour and see, okay, where's this going to go? You know, a texter said, you drink some water. If it's a headache, you're probably just dehydrated. Drink some water and wait an hour. And let me tell you, most of the time I have a headache is probably because I'm dehydrated. I don't drink as much water as I used to. Um, but I just find myself now, and I hope it's not my old age, you know, 34 years old. But I find myself now, any pain I get. I'm reaching right for that medicine drawer in my bathroom and taking out the over-the-counter pain, uh, pain medicine. And what about for other things? Is there something that you rush to the medications for, okay? Like for me, I hate being congested. You'll always find me with a bag of hauls in my little book bag that I bring to work. I will always have the bag of hauls in case I get, you know, congested or my throat hurts. But if I wake up, you know, with a running nose, or if I wake up congested, I am going right for the Dayquil. I'm going right for the cold medicine. If it's in the summer, I'm going right for the allergy medicine. I would rather put up with a headache all day than be congested. There is nothing worse than being congested. You know, right after work, if I if I work a morning shift and you hear me congested, I'm going right to the gym and I'm riding the bike for 60 minutes because that usually will clear, clear out my sinuses. But there is nothing I, when it comes to getting sick, sorry, sorry, texter, the words pronounced prescriptions, not prescriptions, I apologize. Um, when I get... When I get congested, when I have a cold, just the, 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 the most minor of colds, it throws off my whole day. 
and I have to run for the Mucinex, I have to run for the, the DayQuil, whatever's in the medicine uh, cabinet, I am taking before I go to work. I, I cannot, I can put up with a headache, right? I can get through the day with a headache. I cannot get through the day congested, runny nose, watery eyes, right? I have to, whatever I can get. Afrin, DayQuil, Mucinex, give it all to me. Vicks Vapor Rub. I'm the worst when being sick. I think a lot of people probably claim that, but I really am. When I am congested, when I have a cold, I am the absolute worst. I will go run up a $50 bill at Walgreens, getting everything I can get my hands on. They've got the, uh, the Vicks Vapor Rub, the thing that you put into your humidifier, the thing you put on your shower head. Give it all to me. I'll get the Vicks, sh- the Vicks shower thing, put that in the shower, and I'll just stand in the shower for 20 minutes trying to, you know, it's always that one nostril. You're trying to breathe clearly again. You're sick for like two hours, congested for two hours, and you're, start, you're, you're starting to forget what it felt like to, to be able to breathe clearly. That's me. I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm the, the worst at being sick. So I'm not the kind of person that's going to walk up to you and go, oh my gosh, do you have COVID? I'm going to be the kind of person that walks up to you and go, oh my gosh, could you just keep your distance? Because I hate being sick. I don't care what you have. Cold, flu, COVID, something else that makes you congested. I don't care what it is. You know, you walk through a ball of dust. I don't care what it is. I don't want it. And yeah, I will, I will, I could claim I was broke. The night before, if I wake up uh, congested, I will find the money and drop 50, 60 bucks at Walgreens to make me feel better. Are you the same way? 803-0930, star 930. How hesitant, hesitant or not hesitant are you to take medication when you're sick, congested? When you have pain, how quick are you to pop an over-the-counter painkiller? Or do you kind of pump the brakes? You know, my, my wife's pregnant right now, and I've got to watch her. You know, she's got a headache or something. She can't take anything. You know, I'm thinking to myself, wow, I'm, I don't know if I could do that. Especially if it's like the beginning of the day. I don't know. So I applaud my wife. You know, she's amazing. I, I don't know if I could do that. I, I don't know if I woke up at 4 in the morning with a headache. Again, I'd rather have the headache than be congested, all right? For comparing the two, I'd rather have the headache. But I don't know if I could go till noon without taking some type of medication. And it's always the worst. You ever get to work, little headache comes on, it's a busy day, maybe it's a really stressful day, and you don't have any medication with you, you don't have any Tylenol, and you're going desk to desk. Hey, do you have a, do you have a Motrin or something? Do you have an Advil or something? You're going to everyone you work with, see if they can pull out, you know, some type of aspirin to give you to get you through the day, and no one has it. Eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty. That'll get you on. And do you feel comfortable getting your prescriptions delivered to you? Do you have? Someone that goes and picks them up for you. Maybe you can't leave the house. Maybe you, you know, 
you don't have the means of transportation? Or are you okay with getting a service to deliver it for you? Or are you like me? Like, I'm going to go and get them. And if I can't, I'll, I'll have my wife or someone I trust go and get those prescri- prescriptions. And what about getting them in the mail? You know, Duke and Lancaster brought up a great point. His neighbor's uh, prescriptions get uh, have been in his mail now a few times. And like I said, I've never had someone's prescriptions in my mail, but I've had someone's mail in my mailbox. And I just can't imagine how frustrating that must be. Because again, my wife and I don't check our mail every day. If you're awaiting a prescription and it's in the person next to you's mailbox, that's something else you have to watch out for. Now, I have to be honest, Amazon, they've been pretty good. I can't remember any time I got the wrong thing or didn't get something that was delivered to the wrong person when it comes to Amazon. So 803-0930, star 930, that's the number to get on. Uh, also, the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. And like I said, I, I go to the pharmacy once every 90 days because the only medication I'm on is my blood pressure medication, which, yes, I am trying to slim back down, trying to get myself off the blood pressure medication. Like I said, my best workouts are when I fill in for Bowerly because I have all morning to get to the gym, get a good workout in, start the day. I feel like when I fill in for Bowerly, I am the most energetic I am all week. Like today, I think I'm bringing more energy. I think I was pretty good the last two days, right? I'll give myself a pat on the back. I'll be like uh, state and county officials after a storm. I'll give uh, myself a pat on the back. But I think I'm bringing more energy today. There's just something about working out in the morning before your day that is bringing the energy. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one. 803-0930, start 930. That'll get you on the phone. It'll get you on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. If you have a traffic call, 202-WBEN. So here's, here's what I've picked up. Uh, I wanted to clear up something I said last hour about the FDA. Uh, the FDA does approve all prescription drugs sold in the United States, uh, just so you know. However, the agency does... The agency does permit some unapproved drugs to be marketed if they are relied on by healthcare professionals to treat serious medical conditions. But anything that you are prescribed is approved by the FDA. That's what I was trying to say to uh, Diane. So I just wanted to to clear that up. And again, I had to uh, go online to find that. So if you're prescribed something, that is approved by the FDA. Does does that make sense? I hope so. 803-0930, star 930. Gene is on a cell. Gene, thanks for hanging on. Yes. Um, I, can you hear me all right? Loud and clear. All right. So I'm a large animal veterinarian. I sell medications to my clients. I spend a fairly large amount of uh, consideration trying to keep those medications at the temperature that it says they should be kept at in the bottle. Now, they all have different temperatures. I mean, it's it's impossible. And I think in some ways it's impossible even in a pharmacy, but you don't want them to get really hot and baked and you don't want them to freeze in general. So when you buy medications through the mail, there's the potential that it sits in your mailbox and it's either freezing or your neighbor's mailbox or it's baking inside a black mailbox, which is probably the worst of it. Now, it's true that those medications 
are allowed, I suppose, sometime outside their optimum range because they're being delivered by UPS trucks, FedEx trucks, whatever, to the pharmacies or by Amazon. But I, I have reservations about getting your medications through the mail in the sense that you have no idea what temperatures those have been made, maintained at, and you especially have to make sure that you get them up and out of your mailbox. Yeah, that's a um, that's a great point, Gene, that I never thought of because ever, anything I've ever taken has on the side of it, don't let it get this hot and don't let it get this cold. Right, and and some meds have like a five-degree, uh, like Beniva has a like five degrees where it's supposed to be stored, and I am sure that that's not what it's stored at even in some of the pharmacies because you just can't. What you, how are you going to have one temperature for all medications i mean you can refrigerate some but beyond that no yeah. uh and so they're always going to have been at the wrong temperature at some point in time and i have had years ago some poor dude who didn't drive was having his medications delivered by mail and the the post office dropped it off here um like four miles from his house and it's not even it wasn't even close so I looked I opened it up and I'm like oops and I got his doctor's phone number I called his doctor's office and I said I've got this guy's drugs and a lot of these things apparently they're like you have a a small window when you are not out and you are allowed to order more drugs from those services and he was he called me, and I drove them over there. What are you supposed to do? Uh, but but the, the man, if I hadn't opened that package up or I just put it back in the mail and said, okay, you take care of it, he would have been out his heart drugs. Yeah, that's, that's the scary thing right there. That's bad. That, um, that is, that is re- that, that's where my concern is. That's really scary. Gene, we're up against the clock, but I really appreciate the call. That is what's scary, right? I mean, most people, yeah, they'll get their, their prescriptions and, and, and whatnot, but we've all gotten the wrong thing in the mail. We've all had our mail go somewhere else, right? I'll, I'll go back to my apartment. You know, there have been times where I'll walk in home from work and there'll be a, uh, an envelope with my name or my wife's name on the windowsill. And that means that that came out of someone else's mail. They go, wow, this isn't me. This is my neighbor. They can't put it into our mailbox, so they put it on the windowsill. So that is scary if, like Gene said, that was someone's medication that they desperately needed. And I think that's where a lot of people might just be a little concerned. 803-0930, star 930, back after this. If I wanted to be why pick a fence stand her heart's like a feather in a toss of wind Seaside breeze will bring her to life And all them other boys say She's a goodbye girl She'll wreck your world And leave before the morning sun But here she is free right next to me Cause I ain't trying to tame her love I keep the windows down and the winning hair her heart hanging on round every turn She ain't scared to get tied down, scared to get burned Just looking for somebody as wild as her Wild as her 
Kramer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. You know, I just took some water. I was resting my voice that entire break. And the first thing I say, my voice cracks. Anyway, that's Corey Kent. He will be part of the Wolfpack Party Wednesday, February 1st at Buffalo Riverworks. Yes, we like to promote our other station events here at Odyssey Buffalo. The Wolfpack Party, Corey Kent, Buffalo Riverworks. Uh, you can get more information on that at 1077thewolf.com. That'll be Wednesday, February 1st at 7 p.m. down at Buffalo River Works. Corey Kent up and coming, and you can see him at the Wolf Pack Party. Again, this is Joe Beamer in for Tom Bowerly. And we went from talking about strong teeth to prescriptions that keep you healthy. Let's go in a completely different direction. Things that might not be great for your teeth, but we all love. And yes, that's soda. Or maybe you call it pop. Or maybe you just call it by the brand. Pepsi and Coca-Cola. Now, I used to be just the biggest soda fan there was. Okay? I would have... Coca-Cola was the soda of choice in the Beamer house. Okay? We were big Coca-Cola fans. Every now and then now, I have really toned, if you don't count energy drinks, I have really gone back on soda, fizzy drinks, okay? Now, I used to be two or three cans a day. When I was in high school, I always had a Mountain Dew, okay? I always had Mountain Dew. I had one in the morning. I had one during class, one at lunch, one after lacrosse practice. I'd have my, my um, what do you call those with the pockets? What kind of pants are those? Cargo, sorry. I was going to say pants. Yeah, I'd All have, pants have pockets. All right. I'd have my cargo pants. One of the big pockets would have a Mountain Dew in it. And, uh, yeah, so I was a, a soda fan. I, had, I was a huge fan of the vanilla Coke when it came out. Pepsi tried like a lemon Pepsi at some point. I thought that was pretty good. Cherry. What about the orange Coke? Never had that. Oh, it's cherry really Coke. Good. Cherry Coke was always good. All right. Cherry vanilla was good too. You know, I never had that. It's very never good. Never tried the cherry vanilla. Um, however, soda is a huge industry, right? Now, you know, <laughs> someone says, Joe, stop saying soda. It's pop. All right. All right. It is pop. Well, it's soda. Uh, it's pop. All right. Well, or it's soda pop. No, no, it's one or the other. You can't pick both. Well, that's that's my rule. All right. Yeah, it's soda pop. Uh, anyway, it's a huge industry. Okay. You go to the grocery store. There is an entire side of an aisle with boxes and boxes of pop. All right, you happy pop. You've got your two liters. You've got your six pack of the 16.9 ounce bottles. You've got the mini bottles now, or the mini cans, I'm sorry now. Some, uh, I think Coca-Cola still has the glass bottles, which are always very nice, right? Glass bottles, very nice, make you feel like summer. I have to ask you, you know, we talked about keeping keeping everything healthy, right? We, your, your medications, 
your, your teeth. We talked about that in the first two hours. Let's go back. Let's, now let's go and talk about you know, what might be for some of us a guilty pleasure. When we're talking pop, where is your preference? Do you have, it has to be Coca-Cola, has to be Pepsi, has to be Sprite, has to be 7-Up. You've got Pepsi now. You've got Pepsi now that had Sierra Mist. You remember this? This is when I was really into pop, okay? Really into it about 24 years ago. And uh, 7-Up kind of, you know, had their own thing. And Pepsi said, we need a lemon-lime drink. And they came up with Sierra Mist, which was always just like a boring name, Sierra Mist. It's a boring logo. They came up with that. They had that for 24 years. This year, Pepsi's finally decided Sierra, Sierra Mist, it just doesn't work. Now, Sierra Mist did go away in 2016 for Mist Twist. Didn't work out. Sierra Mist came back. Now, I don't know if you've been to the store lately, they have this thing called Starry. And it is a lemon-lime drink supposed to compete with Sprite and 7-Up. And it's all over the store. Now, in my opinion, it's the exact same thing. They just put in, I guess there's some difference. They say the taste is a little different. Sierra Mist had real sugar. I think Starry doesn't. But for the most part, it's the same. It's going to be the same thing. It's a lemon-lime drink. So my question to you not only is, what's your preference with pop in the house? Do ad campaigns work? Do ad camp, you know, uh, I hope our sales team is listening. Do ad campaigns make you switch or make you try something else? Because when I see Starry, now, I was at Tops yesterday, and there were three different parts of Tops that had a starry display. All I'm thinking to myself is, well, that's just Sierra Mist with a different name. I, they can tell me whatever. They, they switched it up. Whatever. It's Pepsi's lemon-lime drink, okay? And it's called Starry instead of Sierra Mist now. So do you see the ad campaign? Do you see the, the flashy new colors, the new logo, and think... I've got to try that because let me tell you, as much as I know it's Pepsi's lemon lime drink replacing Sierra Mist, I was at the store yesterday and I said, I have to try this. Now, I have not tried it yet, but I have to try it, even though I know it's literally the same, it's very close to the same thing Sierra Mist was. I mean, how much different can you make a lemon-lime drink? You know what I mean? It's a lemon-lime drink. 803-0930, star 930. When we're talking pop, we're talking soda, whatever you want to call it, what is your pop of preference? Do you go for one of the, the, the main two, Coke, Pepsi? Do you like RC Cola? Do you like Mountain Dew? Do you know, I, like I said, I used to drink Mountain Dew four times a day. I have not had a Mountain Dew in years. In years. I think the last time I had a Mountain Dew was in the middle of the pandemic because I was going through like this nostalgia phase and wanted a Mountain Dew. 
But Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew Code Red. I don't know if they still make Mountain Dew Code Red, but that was awesome back in the day. They would even, they would even uh, pass out Mountain Dew at school. Mountain Dew discontinued something. It tasted like a carbonated Dimatap, okay? And they were trying to get rid of it. And the vending machine guys like came up with a stack of these. I forgot what it was called. It was not good. But they passed it out at school. I, I, I took like a whole case of them. You're, you're telling me free Mountain Dew? Might not be the best tasting, but still has the caffeine. Are you a Sprite fan, a 7-Up fan, A&W? I like a good root beer. Root beer is more of like a summer drink. You know, you're at the Erie County Fair. You get yourself a nice root beer out of the special tap. I like that. Ginger ale. Any Canada Dry fans out there? Do you stick to a specific team? Like, well, I like Coca-Cola. So I have to like Sprite. And I have to like everything from the Coca-Cola family. Or does that not play into it? Maybe you like your Coca-Cola, you like your Mountain Dew, you liked your Sierra Mist. Is anyone going to miss Sierra Mist? I, I, I don't think I ever saw anyone drink a Sierra Mist. I'm being honest. I don't think I ever saw anyone drink Sierra Mist. Like, is anyone out there going, oh my gosh, they got rid of Sierra Mist? I can't believe it. But as someone said, you know, I think... When we talk soda, we talk pop. These are more, you know, guilty pleasures. Like I said, I went from drinking multiple a day to maybe once a week. Right? Occasionally have a nice Diet Coke, even though I know Diet Coke's not great for you either. Right? Might not have sugar, but it's got some other stuff in there. <laughs> Star 930. Scott is in Chittawaga. Scott. What, what, what's your pop of choice? Oh, I used to love root beer in a frosted mug at restaurants that my dad used to take me when I was a kid. Those, those, you would go, you would get the 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 root beer, and you get the frosted mug. Oh my gosh, nothing better. You get a nice, frosted good mug, root man. beer. Oh my god, that's so great. <laughs> it's a little convenience, but it's just so great. It, it's so funny you say that, Scott, because I remember. I don't know where we were. My parents bought like a bunch of frosted mugs, you know, more for the adult beverages. But as a kid, I would pull those out. And like you said, I would get an A&W and fill that up with the frosted mug. It was so good. My parents told me when they were kids that, uh, you know, they have an ice cream truck drive around when we were kids. Well, they used to have an A&W root beer truck they used to drive around and give out free samples. Really? Now my, my, yeah, my parents are like, you know, well, they're passed away, but they were in their 90s. They would be in their 90s, 94, 95. And, so they were born in the 1920s. And they would pass out yeah, pop? And they used, to, they used to drive around the streets, and they used to give out uh, free um, uh, A&W root beers. Wow. A&W. I'm telling you, that's still the, still the king of root beers. I don't care what anyone says, Scott. I appreciate the call. A&W is the king of root beers. Another one that people don't talk about as much anymore, or maybe it's just in my circle of conversation. You see the commercials during college football, Dr. Pepper. I mean, Dr. Pepper really is one of the best, and you don't hear it talked about as much. I feel that 20 years ago, we were talking a lot more about, and maybe it's good. You know, here I am trying to lose weight. Maybe it's good we don't talk about these things anymore, but like, Dr. Pepper and Mountain Dew 
you would see almost every kid who was drinking a pop was drinking Dr. Pepper and Mountain Dew. And I just feel you don't see that as much anymore. In Sierra Mist, is anyone going to miss Sierra Mist? We have a Pepsi vending machine out in the bistro. No Sierra Mist. There's no Starry in it either, but no Sierra Mist. And ad campaigns. Are you running to the new thing? You saw the big Starry ad in the middle of the store, the big display. Is that driving you to try something new? I have to admit, as stupid as I think it is, it has, it's, it's driving me. I'm probably going to go get a starry beverage on my way home. I've got to go home and get stuff for dinner. In for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN, talking soda pop. Yes, soda or pop, whatever you want to call it. And uh, what's your go-to? And how often do you have it? You can, you can admit this is a safe space. How often do you consume soda? Now, if you don't count energy drinks as soda, I don't consume soda nearly as much as I used to, okay? I used to be good for, you know, four bottles of Mountain Dew a day, three cans of Coca-Cola a day. Depends on the day, depends on the week. But I've really tried to cut down the carbonated beverages known as pop. But what about you? And what's your preference? Is it Coca-Cola? Is it Pepsi? Is it Sprite? Was it Sierra Mist? Any Sierra Mist fans out there upset? Pepsi said when they released Starry that they are marketing towards Generation Z. What does advertised marketing do to your preference of choice when it comes to a soda or really anything you go buy? Tell me about a very successful ad campaign that made you try something that you hadn't before, be it food, uh, beverage, clothing, a store, completely changing a store. 8030930, star 930. Because I just think that's very interesting. Like, it's all about we're, we're gearing this towards Generation Z. Well, why didn't you just try that with Sierra Mist? Sierra Mist had the most boring logo. If the whole thing was, hey, we're going to change who we're gearing this toward, I don't know. You might just try that with something with the same name instead of trying, you know, changing everything. But again, I'm, no, I'm not Generation Z. I'm a millennial, and I'm probably going to go try this Starry drink. <laughs> you know? Eight hundred three hundred nine thirty star nine thirty. Another thing, yesterday, I had completely forgotten about Pringles. Do you remember Pringles, the chips in a can? I had completely forgotten about Pringles until yesterday. I saw Pringles, and I saw the pizza Pringles. I was shocked to learn my wife had never had a pizza Pringle, so I bought the little can of Pringles, two bucks, and took them home. Now, to me, that's such a drop for Pringles for where it used to be. But is that just my perception because Pringles doesn't have the ad campaign it used to? Remember when Pringles first came out? Oh, my gosh. It was like the Burger King commercial. Maybe that was just the kids' shows I was, I was watching at the time. It was like a Burger King commercial every time, every commercial break. 
Pringles, Pringles, Pringles. So much so where Lay's came out with a product to challenge Pringles. And now, I saw it at the store yesterday, there were like just five Pringles um, options available. Can't believe they're still around. Glad they are. I had a few, let me tell you. Still pretty good. 803-0930, star 930. Your pop preference, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Mountain Dew, Dr. Pepper. And what does ad campaigns, what does marketing, let me rephrase that. How has marketing or an ad campaign ever changed you on your preference? Like, I, like I, did you go from Coca-Cola to Pepsi because of an ad campaign? Did you try something new because of an ad you saw? They say they're going to gear Starry toward Generation Z. Let's go back. Let's reminisce. You know, I like to do this in the 5 o'clock hour when I fill in for Bowerly. Let's go back to some very successful, very popular ad campaigns that made you go, you know what? I should go try that. 803 star 930. Beamer in for Bowerly back after this.